Hello and welcome back to what can only be described as the greatest photography podcast show that there is in the known universe. This is, of course, the Danlock Photography Podcast, the show where we like to educate beginner photographers and discuss certain topics and tell stories about our journey in photography. If you'd like to get in touch, maybe you've got a question for us to uh, to ask for us to answer on the uh, on the show, then please do send your emails at info at danlock.co.uk. That's info at danlock.co.uk. And if you'd like something for your eyes to do whilst listening to today's show, you can check out my new website, which is danlock.co.uk. Or check out my Instagram, which is at dan underscore lock. There's an E on the end of lock, okay? Speaking of websites, uh, in today's show, I've got two very special guests, people that have been on the show already. And uh, in today's show, we're talking things all about why photographers need a website. And you might be a photographer out there that maybe does not have a website and you'd like to have a career in photography, then this show is for you. Or you already have a website and you're not driving as much traffic to the website or you want to get more out of your website, then please do stick around and listen to some of our tips coming up because we're going to dive into a few things on how to enhance your website and uh, through different things like SEOs, and naming titles, just changing a few things that will make a big difference in your website. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. You're listening to the Dan Lock Photography Podcast with me, Dan Lock, Caleb Bronco. What's up, guys? And Bo Downard. How are we? Oh, we're doing great. <laughs> Today, we're talking all about why photographers need a website now you guys both of you have websites don't you yes yeah that's correct also so we're basically talking to those who like i said in the intro we're talking to those who are thinking about getting a website and even for those who already have a website what you can do to sort of vamp it up and uh, just Make it a little bit better so that you come up a little bit more in Google searches and things like that. So, first of all, what are your guys, uh, I should sort of introduce you guys a little bit more really. So, Caleb has been on the show before, so has Bo. Uh, Caleb, can you just sort of tell people is just in brief what, what you do in the photography industry? Um, I take photos and videos and that's about it and just make a lot of stupid um, Instagram reels. <laughs> That's about it. Brilliant. And and what about you, Bo? Uh, more or less what Caleb said. Um, not not quite yet. The videos uh, focus more on uh, photos, but I do um, product photography uh, mainly, and then um, landscape and lifestyle. Awesome, awesome. Now I should point out as well that I've noticed that all three of us are Canon shooters. We are Team Canon. The superior that, Oh, yeah, 100%. Hey. Now, I, I've, uh, I've also noticed that, I, I don't know if, Bo, you, you, do you shoot in Canon film? Because I've seen, though, you've got some, like, the old SLRs in some of your photos. Do you uh, shoot with those? 
I don't. And I've been asked that by several people. Um, oh, they they do props. work. <laughs> Both of them do work. They're 100% functional. Um, I just, uh, I haven't set aside the time to sit down and actually shoot on them yet. Okay. And Caleb, you, you do use, you especially use um, the old school lenses, don't you? Yeah, I have a lot of uh, the old uh, lenses. I've got quite a few of the um, uh, Canon AE-1 series because I keep finding them at antique stores, so I have to pick them up when I see them. Um, I've been out shooting film a bit. Uh, need to do it more. I still haven't gotten a photo back from the lab that I'm happy with, so there's that situation. That's been kind of <laughs> dragging my spirits down, so oh, wow. hopefully, hopefully one day we get something good, but... But yeah, like usually I use a um, um, AE-1 program that I have here. And then I think I've got like, I have an A1 and then I have a few other AE-1s that I've just found here and there. That's amazing. See, like I, the last time I touched film camera was like way back, like 15 plus years ago when I was learning this stuff in college. And I went into the dark room for the very first time. And that was probably the last time I actually used a film. I've got them on the shelf. They look nice and... You know, when people come into the uh, our apartment, they, it's a nice talking point, and people oh, see a bunch a nice of cameras. Prop. Yeah, oh, for sure, it's a nice prop. Like I would say, some of my more um, uh, viewed photos are the ones with the camera in it, for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah, they just make for a really good photo, don't they? They're very eye-catching. Um, so talking about uh, websites, um, a lot of people, and I've asked a few people as well, but a lot of people say that they don't have a website for their photography because they put their work on Instagram and they use Instagram as their sort of portfolio. And it's interesting because I would love to know what your guys' thoughts on that. Caleb, let's, let's start with you. What do you think, what's your response to people who think that you know, oh, I don't need a website because I've got Instagram. Well, I think that, yes, it's great to have, like, that, 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 that is a great way to have, like, like, the most recent feed of your work, but I don't think that should be, like, the number one landing page for your mm -hmm. work. Like, if you go to my uh, site, I've, like, like, I've got, like, my main banner photo, and then the very first thing is my, like, portfolio, which is just my recent work, and it just, it auto updates when I post something onto Instagram. And so I, like I use that as like my kind of recent work. Um, oh yeah. But, but then I have a little portfolio tab and you can see the different uh, varieties of, of what I offer to awesome. my clients. Well, what about you, Bo? What's your thoughts when people say that about um, Instagram? I would agree with Caleb. Um, I, I mean, for me, when, when I'm out and about shooting and stuff and someone comes and talks to me and they start asking me a little bit about what I'm doing or what I do, uh, and you want to direct them to go see more of your work naturally, it, it definitely comes off a little bit more professional when you say, Hey, yeah, go check out my website, da, 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 versus yeah, just go check me out on Instagram. You sure. Know? Um, yeah. but also, you know, Instagram's important to have, you know, you know, like Caleb said for, you know, that, uh, most recent photos that you've taken and stuff like that that's good that's good to have but um shouldn't be your primary no yeah so this is my my thing is that one 
if you're talking, if you're communicating with a brand or a company that you, you're potentially going to work with, I'm not so sure that directing them to your social, one of your social medias is a great professional look. If you're, if, if they're interested in your work, if, if they say, look, where, where can we see your portfolio? And you say, well, you can have a look on my Instagram account. It, yeah, that's I, nice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, absolutely. Maybe it's different in, in the UK. Maybe certain things we talk about today are different in the UK and America. I'm not sure. But if any any time you guys think, oh, this is you have a different opinion or whatever, please do jump in. Like, because it's <coughs> it's quite interesting, um, especially with some of the things that people said. And we'll, we'll dive into a few examples in a bit. Um, my other thoughts um, that I had with when people were saying I just use Instagram as my portfolio, I think, right, it's, uh, it's strange because I don't think you should put all of your work in one space. Um, yeah, no, such as like, that, yeah, someone else's a website. So Instagram, let's not forget is a website and it is a social media platform. Now in the past, um, I don't know if you guys remember vine, you remember Vine? That has been mm, wiped vaguely, off. Vaguely, of, yeah. It's it was basically like another social media platform that it was. It started off great, and then it sort of died, or it just wasn't. I think they sold it or something, and they shut it down. It was basically a social media platform where you uploaded six six seconds of video and uploaded it. And oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that. you remember this? Mm-hmm. It was like and, the like the precursor to TikTok or something. Right. <laughs> Right. And a lot of people, you know, put their life on it. They spent ages, built a career on it and, you know, went on to do other things after, you know, like famously Jake Paul. um, Who else? Uh, Both of the Paul brothers. There's Um, so many other people that came famous from it. And then the platform died. And imagine imagine if Instagram went at any moment. And that's if you're just exactly it's just gone. So that's like one reason why I think you should have uh, your own website because then you're in complete control over what it is, where it is, and how long it's up for and what people see, etc. Right. <laughs> the, the other thing as well is that when you upload to Instagram, your stuff, your photo, whatever it may be, is only relevant for like what 24 hours if that and then it's like gone it's like a treadmill and then what's next and who's done this uh, who's done mine's that? like relevant for 24 seconds man I <laughs> swear. this is it this is it it's like whereas if you put your photos on like your own website and you did like seo things and you titled it just right and you can rank on google for years and years do you know what i mean so it's Mm-hmm. I don't know what what do you guys think about like you know putting something out there and then it's gone on Instagram. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just just one of those things. People go on Instagram. It's called Instagram. It's instant. Mm. Right? So people go on there. They want that instant gratification. You know, sure. And they're ready for that next thing as soon as you're not getting that gratification. You know. Yeah. And I mean. As good as your stuff may be, man, it's only so good. Of course, and yeah. Then it's just, what's next? 
Well, yeah. The other thing, and this is sort of slightly going off topic, but um, Caleb's actually done really, really well for himself in terms of like gaining a mass following. You've actually just done a a uh, YouTube video on this, haven't you? Didn't you start with like three thousand followers and now you're at like sixteen thousand followers? Tell us a little bit about that, Caleb. Yeah. So, um, what was it when I started on? So, like, I think few months ago i had like 2000 followers and most of those i got um from tiktok because i started making tiktoks and then they came over from there and i, ha I had about 2000 i was like oh that's cool and then instagram brought out reels i posted a couple they didn't do anything i was like all right screw this didn't mm -hmm. do anything and then maybe like three months ago i was just like ah let's 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 see if it like let's see if it goes anywhere because i was just seeing like some people have some like mad engagement off of these and i was just like all right so i posted a few they started doing well and i was like okay so then i just started posting my tiktoks um onto my reels um which was nice i didn't post too much until they they upped the cap to, to 30 seconds because 30 seconds i mean because 15 seconds was just not enough and 30 mm -hmm. is like a perfect sweet spot for me to like get my point across yeah um so yeah i started posting on there and started getting some mad engagement and i went from 2000 and right now i sit at a uh, 17.9 000. wow it's gone up pretty much all from reels and like i think um uh based on the insights every month i'm reaching over 2 million um different uh, um accounts and i think 2 million of it is from reels and then like 40 000 is from posts so it's like it's been been nuts that's mad and i imagine like going forward when whenever you sort of bring something out um and correct me if i'm wrong but every time if you were to bring out something new that you're releasing on like your website having that many people in your audience cannot hurt as well do you know what i mean no. yeah definitely definitely not no it's definitely been been good and it helps to like it helps to drive traffic to other places like i can bring people to my website and then i can bring people to uh, my little YouTube channel because I'm trying to build that. Just trying yeah. to have a level following wherever. I don't really do too much with TikTok because they just don't. They don't freaking. Yeah, I feel like if you follow someone on TikTok, you will never see their content, which is why <laughs> my engagement is going down as I'm getting more followers. Wow. Like, I used I used to be getting what like ten to a hundred thousand views every video when I had like 10,000 followers and I have 44,000 and I get like nothing. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is a joke. So bizarre. I've never gotten into TikTok. I just thought it was basically like a, a for people that can dance or sing. That was what I thought that was for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're much, far off, man. No, you're definitely not far <laughs> off. But I was just like, like I saw some people posting like some videos, like some little short videos that you would see on like, you know, like um, YouTube. And I was like, I could I could do that. So then I started just making videos just like for fun, just to like, mm. just to do something different. Because like I eventually wanted to get to making like longer videos, and I was like, I'll start with these short ones, and then they started doing well. So I was like, okay, awesome, awesome. Right. Now going back to uh, having a website, uh, I, I let's put this out there. I strongly recommend if you're a new photographer or if you're a photographer, you definitely need a website. If that wasn't clear already, now. The reasons why you need a website are tenfold, <laughs> but um, one of the reasons obviously is that you need to show the services or service that you provide. Now, 
I guess I should say as well that this episode um, is kind of like my celebratory podcast episode because I'm uh, I will be launching my photography website very very soon. There's a few things I've got to sort of finalize. Um, like, uh, well, I'm going to be mainly starting off by selling my own prints of mainly like here in the Isle of Wight, like some landscape shots and what yeah, have nice. you. And so I need to work out a few things like postage and, you know, what happens if someone from the America or Australia or somewhere um, buys my prints. I need to work out that. But um, that is one service that I'm providing. I'll also have a few other things, um, but I'm interested to know what your um, services that you guys provide. So starting with you, Bo, what do you have your website mainly for? Um, well, kind of like you, uh, work in progress, I guess. And I, I guess it's kind of always that way with the websites. But um, right now, the services I have are similar to the services that I provide on Fiverr, um, you know, product photography mainly. And then if somebody's looking for um, lifestyle shoots for their social media accounts or um, like that one shot that I told you about with the a Captain America push. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, hill. <laughs> that was great. Um, like those kind of things. Um, and I am also finalizing uh, a page to sell prints on my website as well and kind of working out more or less those back those back yeah just mention sure um just prints and just other you know services that seem like to buyer awesome and what about you caleb what sort of because you, you like i say you both got websites what are the main thing main things that you're going to be sort of driving or using your website for what what to offer your audience as it sits right now i mean um i think i redesigned my, my website like eight months ago and i already hate it so i want to redo the entire thing <laughs> again because i have it's the exact, good enough. exact same problem here <laughs> but as of right now it's just kind of yeah. like a landing page for my my, my, my uh, work like i got my portfolio with a different the, um photo stuff that I do. I need, I have like a video tab, but I don't have it active right now. So I need to figure out what videos I want to promote on here and whatnot. And then I've got like an about me and then a contact page. Um, but I'm working right now on trying to get a, um, a, uh, a, a print shop and a preset shop added in here. Um, Very nice. To try and actually, you know, make a little bit of money. And cause uh, I, I did a poll on Instagram and like, 87% of people said yes, make a print and preset shop. And that was like out of like 2,000 people. So I'm like, crap, I need to get on this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Imagine the conversion. Yeah. So, That's insane. That I was, love, go on. That was a thing. Like, um, uh, when I was, I was out and about a uh, week ago shooting, and, you know, I had somebody come up to me and was asking a little bit about that, what I was doing. But then they're like, hey, uh, in town. Or online, and, and that was just kind of the same thing, Caleb. That like, oh. yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, just like, it's oh, there's, just, there's a, the, bill like, is like, there's a market here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Pretty much, and, and if I could, like, um, I mean, I don't know what, um, what uh, website per use. Um, I, 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 
Squarespace. Um, but as far as like uh, beginner photographers and frame prints and stuff, through trying to make it a little bit more simple for yourself, there's the in-house print-on-demand service that is uh, new to Squarespace and fully integrated. It's called Print Teak, and uh, in business for 20 years, fully vetted by Squarespace. And the one of like the main Uh, that I always say is a pro versus going to third party is that the customer is never going to leave your website. They're just going to be right there since it's fully integrated through Squarespace. Um, yeah. So it, it makes it real easy for someone just getting into selling prints online to do just that. Uh, versus like what you were talking about, trying to figure out how to ship or whatever. Um, just something, something that's integrated already that yeah, I've heard of this this Printique place as well. I'm just thinking, I wonder if um, if they work in the UK as well. I don't know. I'm have to investigate on that one. That, um, that, um, and they they are only available in the US and Canada right now. Okay, that's fair mm. enough. Yeah. So, okay. Well, <laughs> it's okay. We'll uh, we'll work we'll work through that. But that's that's interesting. So so we've got. Caleb, who is going through uh, setting up print, uh, selling zone prints and presets, it's also a, a great landing page. I guess um, it's it's like it's also like having a business card online. Definitely having an online presence is definitely important. And Bo going for a very similar sort of thing as well. And I think um, I think all three of us will definitely have a, a portfolio of of some sort. Um, so let's just briefly talk about some of the things. And if you're listening to this at home or whatever, if you're just about to set up your, your website, get a pen and paper or something, open notes, and uh, jot down a few of these. So um, sir, we can all chip in as well. Um, what sort of things, we've mentioned a few, what pages do we need to make sure that we have on our photography websites? So I'll start off. I think it's very important that you have a contact me page. All right, Caleb, you yeah. go next. What what other what other pages do you think photographers need? I think the um, um, about me page is very uh, important because it lets everyone know like who you are as a person. Like, makes it a little more like personal, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Bo. Oh, and also on the. Um, about me apparently right now and the, for the past couple of years google really really like about me pages so like if someone was to search for a photographer for for, for hire or whatever an about me page would definitely come up on the search list very important worth noting that all right both sorry what um what other pages do you think is important to have I would say that um, you you should have, have at least one the landing page. Okay. Showcases uh, your latest and greatest and uh, your proudest work. Um, and if I were to make a suggestion, I'd just do it about a, a, a grid layout similar to what Instagram has. That's what most yeah are going to come to. Like a portfolio. Either a landing page or an additional page that just shows, you know, maybe you're 
Well, I don't, I don't know about you, Caleb or Bo, but I think Bo, your internet is really struggling. So, like, you're breaking up for me. I don't know what it's like for you guys. Yeah, it seems like it's cutting out a bit. Yeah. Um, is there any way you can sort can of strengthen you your signal, Bo? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. It's just every now and then you'll sort of break up, and it's like, and like, is a, you know. Anyway, um, thank you for those guys. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about a few others. Um, so I've got an example here. Um, someone has sent this in. They don't mind me sort of critiquing their website. Uh, it's a guy called Michael Smith here in Hampshire, which is a, like a county. Um, and he's got an example. And he is a, uh, he's a wedding photographer. He's got a website. And uh... <coughs> excuse me. So let's, uh, I'm going to have a look at his website. And, um, and basically what I need you guys and everybody listening is to think of this uh, from Google's point of view. So what I'm going to talk about now is how to get your website more noticed um, on Google searches. So how how to be searchable, how to list and rank and etc. So he's a wedding photographer in Hampshire. And yeah, his website looks aesthetically pleasing. Um, but uh, a lot of people want to know prices of a wedding photographer, right? If you're getting married... And you probably, if you don't go on uh, referrals from a friend about how much or who who done their wedding, um, you're going to go to Google and you're going to type in, you know, wedding photographers near me. And uh, you're going to also probably want to know the price. So you, you type in, you know, in this case, you type in wedding photographers in Hampshire prices or cost. And so on Michael's uh, website, his... <laughs> His price, he's got a, a pricing page, but it's called investment. Um, and this is a common thing that I've seen, especially with wedding photographers and people like that, is that they call their pricing page an investment, which is not going to come up on Google, I'm afraid. <laughs> like if someone types in um, wedding photographer in Hampshire, no one's going to type in wedding photographer investment like and look for a photographer that to me like having the word investment on your website is just going to suggest that you're like a financial advisor or something something like that so um what it should be is uh, my, uh you know on the on the website in the navigational place it should say price list or price pricing or you know price plan something like that i mean feel free to have it as investment still if you want but when it comes up on google it will say investment and you can actually change that especially you know websites like squarespace and wix and all the rest of it they're all they're all great nowadays you can go in and you can have a look on the seo title and description and you can change things to make them and it comes up with what it will look like on the google search results so you can actually type in like, you know, instead of having um, investment, it should say uh, Michael Smith, wedding photographer in Hampshire, wedding cost or prices, um, not just investment. Um, let me make this absolutely clear by saying change your page title on the navigation. 
um, it would just, you know, don't change it to that whole list of things like Michael Smith, wedding photographer. Don't have that in your navigational thing because that would be very, very long. You can just change it to <laughs> change it to prices. Um, and yeah, so what what are your guys' thoughts on um, SEO sort of stuff? And and what would you, you know, I, do you agree with what I'm saying about keeping the wording very, very clear? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Caleb, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, you definitely got to keep it clear. You got to got to hit all of the uh, got to hit all the all the keywords. Like yeah. SEO is so confusing. The company that I work with doing um, doing all, all the all the um, like all the stuff that I currently do is I work for my uh, my um, uh, buddy's um, 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 SEO company. So like I should know all of these things, but they, it makes no sense to me. It's so important, but like my my brain just can't get around. <laughs> can't, just can't get around it. So for those that aren't sure, SEO stands for Search Engine. Is it optimization? I think, I yeah, think it optimization. is. Optimization. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Bo. Did you did you have something to say? Uh no, I was just gonna you know add into it. It's just I with. Like Caleb said, it's so confusing and it's constantly changing. Like one of the things I think is important is just to keep common sense in mind and figure out if you were searching for it, how would you word the answer? You know? Yeah. Yes. And exactly. don't and don't be spammy with keywords because you know those Google algorithms are a lot smarter than all of us put together, and they're gonna block that stuff pretty quick. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So the other thing he's got on here on the same sort of subject is that he's got a contact page, which we've already said is very important to have on your website because how else would people get in touch with you, right? Brands want to work with you. You need a contact me page. And his page is just titled Let's Get Started, which to me, I think he's offering some kind of online course when you see oh, Let's Get Started. It seems like he's about to offer something or you're about to join some cult or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So just change that to contact or something. Keep it simple. You ever heard of that? Um, uh, you ever heard of KISS? Yep, Keep the KISS method. Yeah, exactly. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. I mean, you can, if you, if you want to keep it, you know, kind of more friendly, or have mm. a friendly tone, something that I use on mine personally is, you know, let's chat, right? Yeah. So that's, that, that's just a simple, like, you click that and then you send your contact information or whatever, and it, it sends me an email message. But, yeah, you know, let's yeah. get started. I would agree. That's kind of, you know, it, it seems like there's going to be a lot more to come. Yeah, definitely. And what you could do, Bo, is I don't know if you have this already, but I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, assuming that let's say you don't. But you could go into your Squarespace editing bit and you could find the uh, you could go on to edit the contact me page where it says let's talk as the title or whatever as mm -hmm. the keep it by all means keep let's talk in the navigational um menu but if you go into the seo section you can change like you could say uh bo downard photographer in was it lake michigan as yeah. the location you could have that and then you could put contact and you can have all of that in capital letters or you could have the contact in capital letters that way if someone was to search uh, photographer in lake michigan 
you will come up and it will say, you know, like I just said, and it will say, contact me. But then they click on that on the Google search and it will say, you know, like I said, it will still say, let's talk or let's chat. So, yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's really interesting. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast episode today is because because I've been building this website, I've been learning so much. And I think there's so many other people out there that are so confused and and or, or are doing it wrong. They're doing it like they're doing their website so wrong. And there's certain things you could just tweak to make it so much better and get so much more traffic to their there's, website. There's one there's one thing. I don't know if I mentioned it the, on the last podcast, but there's one thing um, as a photographer that if you're not doing this, then you should probably go ahead and slap yourself on the wrist. But <laughs> in, uh, in Lightroom, and I'm sure other uh, photo editing softwares offer the same stuff but i'm going to use lightroom because that's what i use mm-hmm. um you can add your own metadata to each individual photo which that in turn increases your search results in google for that individual yes. photo yes um, so go on let's, if you're not let's yeah if you're in. not doing that you've got to do that that's only going to help improve that traffic to your site yeah so this is something that i've started to do as well and it's very interesting you bring this up because um, the thing, obviously, photographers, we need to upload our photos onto our website. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've noticed in the past, because I've got such shit signal and for internet speed, it's really, really bad. So when I go onto like a photographer's website, sometimes if someone's up, one thing, you should never really upload full resolution fo- photos. If you're shooting and it's like, 4,000 by whatever thousand uh, <laughs> pixels, whatever, that shit will take a long time to load, especially on my internet connection. For someone like Caleb, who's probably got like a million MPS or whatever it is, he's, he's absolutely fine for him because he's got really fast internet and it will flash up like crazy. But for me, like loading a photographer's website, it needs to pop up nice and quick so I can see, you know, I can get a general gist and I don't need to see full Rezo pictures, if that makes sense. So a little tip, if you're first starting off, is upload or save, let's say we're in Lightroom, let's save, export your photos. Uh, I, I would say a max of 1,920 pixels as like the long edge. I think you can select long edge. Um, and I don't know, do you guys have like a different opinion on that? Like, obviously we want to show our best work and high quality, but sometimes you don't want to share the, the biggest resolution because it will just take forever to load. What do you think? Um, like for me, I typically export from Lightroom in a, as a small file, Mm -hmm. Uh, unless I have a reason to have a 20 megabyte photo uploaded somewhere most of the time a three megabyte photo is going to offer plenty of resolution yeah for sure for sure it's just uh yeah like i said i was on some guy's uh, website the other day and it was it was a gallery but it because it loaded in full resolution it just took so long and if, of course you've got to think about this uh from like a professional point of view if some brand is looking at your site and it, you know each photo is taking forever to load they're more likely to click off, especially if they've got like a, a bunch of photographers that they can just, they've got a list and they're going through. They're more likely to just be like, oh, I'm not waiting for this. Do you know what I mean? 
What are your mm-hmm. thoughts, Caleb? Do you do you sort of upload in super high res, or are you sort of like you know, like I said, you you have like certain file size that you go up to? Uh, I mean, it's different depending on the platform. Um, I've found that putting them on the website, um, they'll they'll just auto put them at whatever it uh, it uh, needs so that they they still load fast, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, I will upload them at a max of 1350 by 1080, uh, just so that because when Instagram compresses your photo, it does a a way worse job than if you just did it yourself. Right. Um, so that's been, and then obviously like if you're selling like if you're trying to like sell a uh like photo then just whatever the, the maximum sure this is. is say that again about instagram because i've always like uploaded my photos like nearly full size onto instagram am i yeah. doing that wrong um i mean it's i mean you can do it it's fine but um from what i've i've seen uh, the maximum resolution that Instagram will allow, which is a four by five uh, field of view, is mm-hmm. thir- is thirteen fifty on the long end by ten eighty um, on the width. Um, and if, if it's bigger than that, um, Instagram's like software or whatnot will compress it down to that size. But okay. they don't care about the quality of your like photo. So it'll actually end up looking worse on the grid than if you just did it your no way. You're I so didn't. I hundred percent agree with that. Wow. Hundred percent agree. Mean, I knew there was. The, obviously, I knew Instagram compresses the image, and you know that it goes through a little system, um, and then yeah, they compress it to what they want. And I knew that. And I, I actually heard a rumor that if you if you're on Lightroom and you're you're exporting, apparently if you export your image at a seventy seven percent quality it's like the sweet spot i don't know if that, hmm. how true that is but that's just a rumor so i'm going to i'm going to give that a test in future i'm going to i'm going to up export my photos at a 1135 one did you say 1350 yep 1350 by 1080 1350 what i normally do is when i'm um, editing photos in lightroom uh, when i export i have a uh, i mean like i will i will crop it to a 4x5 and then i have a um, um, system when I export it, um, it'll 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 auto condense the photo so that the short edge is 1080p. So then, no matter if it's um, you know whichever way you do it, the shortest end will be 1080p. Mm. Excellent. All right. Um, well, there you go. That's uploading to uploading photos. Uh, moving on now. Going back to Michael's website. Now he's got a blog which i think is a hundred percent what every photographer needs on their website now i'm gonna guess that both of you two do not have a blog correct Correct. no wow any any reason before we dive in any reason why just can't keep up with it i just haven't gotten to it yet no (laughs) i've been too busy taking photos man I this is the thing, right? I'm in two minds about it because one, I can't keep up with a blog. My life is way too sort of hectic. I don't want to be adding a blog. I don't have to write like a dear diary every day or whatever. So I yeah. completely understand that side of it. But let me tell you why it is important that you need a blog. All right. Blogs are so important to to have as a photographer because 
um, you get to write little articles answering questions that your audience or your customers are asking. And then uh, when they find your blog post on Google, um, they can land on your site and that's your opportunity to offer your services, right? Now, Michael has a blog post here that says, time for a coffee break, right? So no one is searching, um, is it time for Michael Smith to have a coffee break? No, they're not. And, um, and it sounds like that post wouldn't even offer any value to anyone. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm really sorry to say that, Michael, but we're here to, to sort of set things right. Okay, so <coughs> here's a question. Here, here's a question that is often put into Google, right? Best places to get married in Hampshire, right? So I'm just using, it doesn't have to be Hampshire. That's just the area that Michael's in. Right, best places. Let's say one of you. Let's say Caleb. Let's say there's a uh, you are wanting to get married, and you type into Google like uh, best places to get married in Florida, right? And so you know you're going to get a bunch of things to that are going to come up. So what Michael could do is write a blog post that is titled "Top Five Places to Get Married in Hampshire," and then he could start by saying, "Here's my top five places in Hampshire." which are amazing. And here's some photos of them. I know this because I'm a photographer, uh, I'm a wedding photographer, and I've shot in all of these. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm a photographer, I'm available. Here's a link to my portfolio. And then you just like hook them in like that. And you can have links to your work and etc, etc. So that's, that's just one reason why I think you should have like a blog. So basically, you're, you're just adding more um, results to Google they're all linked to your website and it's basically you're answering questions i think we mentioned it before we're answering questions that people are putting into google and you know and you want to be that answer so i mean <clears throat> there's no like you don't have to write a blog like every <laughs> like you, you could have like a uh, like five or ten or thirty blogs ready to go all with content and just put them all on the on the same day it doesn't matter like social media you can't be posting like 30 posts in five minutes because people will just get sick of you and unfollow uh, whereas <laughs> blogs you can go crazy with it you know and um it doesn't matter how often um you do it what um if you guys right now if you had a blog what would the what are the main things that you would write about Bo, let's start with you. What if you had a blog? What are the main things that you would have in a blog? Um, I would have every photographer's must-have starter equipment. That would probably be a a, a blog for me for sure. Um, there you go. See, that's a great idea. And then from there, I mean, you can get as crazy as you want with this stuff because if you're into affiliate links and stuff, and you can recommend the tripod that you use and talk exactly. about how great this tripod is and then hey by the way here's a link to amazon where you can go buy it yeah um, and then you get a cut of it at the end every purchase so uh, yeah i mean a blog is very important to have and you can write about just you know you can write about making a blog for beginner photographers and that could be a blog like it's endless but the yeah. point like what you were saying it's another great opportunity that drives traffic towards your site um, and it gives you more clout as far as like google searches go yeah, Google, Google searches, Google 
love text, right? So when I started a blog, um, this is going way back. This is a, a different um, subject completely. I think it was uh, in my fitness, um, in the fitness industry, I had a blog. And I was just, if I did like a YouTube video, and Caleb, this, is, this will sort of interest you, is that every time I did like a YouTube video, I would copy the embedded link and I'd put that in a blog post. And I'd, you know, try and reach another audience that way. But it didn't really work because it wasn't serving, that page wasn't serving up to Google because there was no text to go with it. So recently, um, let's say, for example, I've done a podcast episode uh, with both of you guys. I've done a podcast with a friend of mine uh, the other day, Ed, in Australia, and you know, for each episode that I bring out, I do a blog post, I write a brief little description about each one, I have the embedded link so people can listen to the podcast in the blog post, or they can get taken to Spotify or whatever. And so by having text with my content in a blog post, that is more likely to get served into Google search results. And I've got to title it right as well. So the things that we talk about on the podcast, obviously, to help beginner photographers. So um, the uh, the show that I did with Ed was basically how to quit your day job and become a full-time photographer. You know, using such buzzwords like that and putting them in the title, putting them in the description, the SEO description, and putting them in the blog post itself that is more likely to get put into Google than if I was to just label my blog post, uh, you know, Danlock Photography Podcast Episode 9 or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no so one's Google searching that, man. This is exactly <laughs> it. So like you said, your idea of a blog post would be, what was it? The The top, what was your? Oh, yeah, you would just be like, you know, top five things a beginner photographer should have in their gear. Exactly. And which is more something searchable or someone would probably put, what do I need to have in my camera bag? And you could have that as like a little uh, question that you can add in your blog post, right? To serve up to Google. Yeah. Are you still with us? Yeah. I think Bo's gone. Um, <laughs> Caleb, what, what if you had a blog or you had a blog post what would you use a blog for? I'm not, I'm not cornering you oh. and saying you should have a blog, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying like, what, what would you have? What would your blog post be about? Honest, um, probably just be about cool little, uh, like camera accessories that I've found or something like that, that like helps me get shots better, or cool pieces of gear that I find. Cause that's just stuff that I really enjoy. Or if I find like a cool spot to take photos, although I hate like, writing so until i can pay someone to make blog <laughs> posts probably won't won't be showing up of but, course, um, but of the, course. um what uh bo was saying the um 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 affiliate links are huge like i've i i, I add those in every single one of my um um, um youtube uh, description yeah youtube <laughs> videos i add those for every single one like does it like i don't i don't get that much uh that much traction yet so like not not a whole lot comes in but i also um when i make a cool uh video for um either um uh reels or tiktok if i'm talking about like a certain piece of gear 
Um, I'll also have a um, a uh, link to it um, in my bio. So yeah, and I've I've actually made made a little bit of money off that. Like I had a video uh, where I shot the moon with this like seventy dollar lens, and I forgot to say what the lens was, and everyone was going like crazy, like what, what like what is it? What is it? Um, so then, so, so then I made a link to it in my bio and I made, and I made like 80 bucks off of it. So the lens paid for itself. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So yeah, affiliate, I think affiliate links is a subject that we'll probably talk about on another podcast, but that is so uh, definitely a point that I didn't even think about what you can add into your website. You know, you've got to think, um, you know, being a photographer, especially if you already have an online presence and people are going to follow you wherever you go. And like we've already said, Caleb's got a humongous following already just from reels. And all these people are going to, you know, like we've said, you're going to mention something and they're going to go follow you. They're, you're, you're, you're creating super fans almost because there'll be some people that you'll see um, their name pop up straight away, like as soon as you do a new post or as soon as you do a new video, somebody's name you're going to recognize over and over again, like a super fan. And there's, yeah, there's, you, there's, you know, I'm there's, one. There's definitely a few of those. <laughs> I'm <yeah>. one. <laughs> well, thank you. But thank um, you. if you were saying, if you know, someone that's a super fan, someone who you know looks up to you, let's uh, we're using you as an example here. If you say, oh um i've are you like we said i use this tripod or i use this camera lens or i've used this i use that and you put a link somewhere people are gonna click it and you're gonna make a little bit of money off of that and that's such a good idea such yeah a good idea. and then to add to that go the, on the crazy thing is even if they like say somebody goes and clicks your link and they go on amazon and they're like, ah, you know what, that tripod's too expensive or whatever, and they go buy some less expensive one for some reason. Mm. They still made a purchase with the link that you provided yeah. on Amazon, so you still get credit for that. It's That's crazy, awesome. yes. I think you get a little less of a percentage, but you can go on your Amazon affiliate and you can see what people have bought. Mm -hmm. and even if it's not one of your linked items, that's one of my favorite things to go on is just to see <laughs> what people bought while they were on. There's some just random weird things that I'm just like, how did my link take you here? But I guess it was probably already in your cart. So you just ordered it, but just like the, the most random obscure things. But like, I find it so funny that you can just spy on people as to like what they're buying from your links. Yeah. Yeah. So that's if you're amazing. listening to this and you make a lot of purchases from affiliate links, just remember that clean your sharp and shopping cart out first. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can see everything that you're buying. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, moving on to selling prints, something that we mentioned before. Um, so here is another example. Uh, one, why you should have a blog post, uh, a, a blog and one and two, uh, why you need to be, uh, very mindful of your SEOs. Okay. I don't know if you guys, spend a lot of time when whenever you do something new on your website do you do you like take care of the seo stuff like title and description or you just sort of like boom send oh, it no it's got it i mean if you're going to if you're going to put in the time to take a great photo i mean you might as well put in that little extra effort and everything mm. and make sure that the words behind it are going to drive people to go see that photo for sure for sure and so this is the thing right 
And you can easily do this on Squarespace, but this is no means uh, a Squarespace ad, although Squarespace, if you are listening, they you know, should have sponsored the podcast. You should have Squarespace, sponsored. send me free stuff. Yeah, just, you know, come on, give me a, give me a downlock uh, coupon code. <laughs> Save 10%. Anyway, um, so yeah, selling prints, right? Um, every, and I've, I've recently done this. Every time I uploaded uh, like a new uh, item to my, uh, my, my web store, it gave me the option to, you know, edit the SEO title. So I've looked on multiple people's uh, websites uh, that sell prints. And a few of these people, right, have just titled some of their prints like, uh, what was it, like cow in field print. And like even the, yeah. you can look at the page title and the description is like zilch. It's like nothing, like nothing is really, like if that was me, like I would be, I would put like, I don't know, uh, Highland cow in Isle of Sky field, uh, prints uh to you know i would here's an example right here's an example i've got a a photo of a lighthouse in neast point which is in scotland and um i'm not going to title the page lighthouse print all right that will just get lost on google search no one's gonna no one's typing in lighthouse print and if they do i'm definitely not going to be the top search all right i'm just not not at this stage and um, sound yourself short no, I'm, I'm not really. I'm not. So, but in order to get there, I'm going to title the page by Neast Point Lighthouse Photo Print, Isle of Skye, Scotland, dash, Downlock Photography. And the SEO description will be something like buy photography prints from Scotland in different sizes, high quality prints from such and such price. Right. I don't know if you guys want to interject or if you disagree, but, and you can also on your prints page, you don't have to have that long by, by Nice Point Lighthouse photo print. I was guy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that's the SEO title, right? But on your page, you can have it as like Nice Point Lighthouse, for example. Right. But, I think um, it's I think it's important for uh, to mention that a lot of folks that may or may not have any experience building a website. Mm. Some of these things that Dan's talking about uh, and Caleb's mention is is they, they're all back end stuff. No one sees those things like, you oh, can, of course, you can completely make something invisible to the public and only you see it. So when he's talking about having all these large descriptions and stuff that. You know, your site can look just as clean as having a photo and a dollar amount underneath it or something. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if you were to, okay, let's say you're looking at someone's uh, web store right now of a print. Like, let's use the lighthouse, for example. In the, the title of the, the page is going to say, like, Nice Point Lighthouse, you know? And then, you know, it's going to have, like, drop downs and changing sizes or whatever. It's going to have a nice little description. But yeah, like I said, well, like you said, behind the scenes, you can go into your SEO section and you can change the title, which doesn't change the appearance of the page. But the SEO title, like I said, change that to um, buy photography prints from Scotland, yada, yada, yada. Um, and that will be what comes up on Google search on the, in the results. So when you put in, like, say someone wants to, Say someone's just gone to Neast Point and they're like, oh, you know what? I'd really love uh, a photo of 
I'd love a I'd love a big print of the lighthouse that we we spent there and had a lovely picnic. Wouldn't that be nice if we had a nice photo of that? And they're going to go onto Google, and they're going to type in something like how where to get a, a lighthouse print from Nice Point, Scotland. Um, and they're going to be like in A2 size or whatever. And, and Dan Locke's going to show up first. And guy I'll, right there. yeah, I'll pop up because that will be my SEO title or it'll be in my SEO description. Yeah, I think it's a very good point you made there, Bo. It's just that I'm not changing the appearance of the website. I'm just changing the SEO stuff. Right, because that stuff gets it confusing when you're first starting out and you're like, what, yeah. what is all this stuff I'm supposed to be doing? So. Yeah. When I first did a website about something else ages ago, I had no idea that SEO existed. I was just, I was using, <laughs> I was using the website and just put in whatever I wanted. And then I was like, why am I not getting any traffic to the website? So what do you think, Caleb? I know you said at the beginning, like you struggle with the SEO stuff. It just sort of goes over your head, but are you sort of understanding it now or? Yeah. I mean, like I've always had like a broad understanding of it. It's just like, 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 cause like my boss will, will go in and do some like crazy, like tweaks and like, like, get stuff so that it like shows up exactly for who's trying to find it. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Th- I didn't, I didn't go the, there's a reason that you spent four years at school doing this. And I don't right, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just leave that side of like, like that side of the business is all him. Of course. I- I'll of just, course. I'll, I'll just make content look pretty for his, for his uh, <laughs> clients. That's I mean, it. I though I think, you know, if you're first starting out, I think those two things, the SEO title and SEO description are just two things that are very sort of easy to, to get hold of and understand just to, to help drive some traffic to your website. It really just think of it as you're typing in what the answer, a, a brief answer of what people are writing on Google search, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, swiftly what are you we won't spend too long on this but what do you guys think of having a sign up pop-up on your website so people come to your website i think they're annoying okay (laughs) yeah just straight up annoying man straight up annoying go on why why what what are your thoughts because i i'm with you on that well i mean there you have some websites where it's like within one second or two seconds it's there and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, you're waiting for it. And you're anticipating it. And then you have others where they give you like 10 seconds or you have a scroll limit. And then it pops up and you're like, man, get out of my face. <laughs> you know, like if I want to contact you, then I'll hit the big button that says let's chat. If I don't, then, you know, yeah. I, you haven't provided me enough value for me to give you my email address. You know what I yeah. mean? Yes, but, I totally agree. I totally agree. And Caleb, obviously you have a, a YouTube channel. And so... I, and I haven't heard you say this yet, but on your your intros on your YouTube videos, are you someone who says, hey, guys, welcome to today's video. Um, before we get started, don't forget to press the like and subscribe and comment. Are you some, I, uh, are you one I of those? Usually, I do that towards the end because I can't stand when it happens like right at the beginning because I'm just like, you like you haven't, haven't said anything yet. I haven't provided <laughs> exactly. you any information yet. Like exactly. Usually, I'll do that at the end because like people that stick there are probably like you know like like they enjoyed the content enough to get towards the like ending bit. So like like I'll have a little call to action there. 
but like usually like around the middle somewhere i'll have something in there that's uh that's like a little bit off of what i'm talking about but something just like because um to like bring to people's attention like i, I brought up a few weeks ago in the video it was like around the midpoint i think it was when i was unboxing uh the red like mm -hmm. i stopped halfway and i was just like oh by the way did you guys know that 92 percent of you are like not subscribed yes i saw then, that i think that's a good that idea up. it's a good idea just because like calling well, them out come on come on guys like yeah just, i'm one of those i'm one there. of those eight percent caleb i'm sorry uh, it's, it's all good it's all good man i was sitting there I was i'll change like, i'll change that like, today i promise it's just like i see you guys watching the videos mm. i see you liking the content all you gotta do is hit that little button just turn the red thing gray and we're good <laughs> honestly i have the same i have a very similar feeling when i do like an instagram stories um and i'll get like <clears throat> right now i'll have a, just over a hundred people watching any story um and i let's say i do like a little quiz or let's say i do like um i want to get some feedback or you know i'll i'll give someone i'll give people like a poll to do i'll be like look i'm thinking about doing this what do you guys think and i'll get like maybe 20 percent of the people will actually interact but like the rest of the people the 80 percent of people i don't know maybe it's just me maybe i'm just like unlikable and people just don't want to no, know no no no, no but, that's absolutely that's, that's not absolutely it how it is no, isn't it good. isn't it so it, strange yeah it's just like the way i've seen it is if you get if you get 10 percent of your audience to like um to like like interact with what you're doing mm. or, or or even like watch your story then like that's that's fine that's average sure i'm just it's just it's strange because i don't know if people know that um like you can see the people that are watching your stories and you can see their name pop up on each slide and some of these people like some of my like friends from like school and college and stuff and it's like come on like just get involved and support me like do you know what i mean do you have that or I, I don't have i've got 49 followers on instagram so i don't even have that you need to, amount you need of to people do, looking uh, at my stuff man so caleb if you're looking to yeah. share some of those bud he <laughs> all you gotta do is just do some reels, do uh, yeah, some reels. All, you, all you gotta do is make stupid like if you watch the video that i posted yesterday that's the dumbest video i've ever made but it's also my favorite video i've ever made it took me five minutes honestly <laughs> I, 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 I laughed i love those videos with the the explosion it's in so the room it's very very funny <laughs> but Dan, oh, I, I i think like with those news with those like subscribe to our newsletter things pop-ups like right mm. when you get to a site that to me that's like no different than a waitress asking for a gratuity before she's even served you boom there yeah. you that's exactly it right there so i think we've solved that like don't mm -hmm. have a pop-up straight away like just don't do it by all yeah. means, have like a new, like a monthly or a, a quarterly like newsletter. If you're someone who sells stuff and you want to let people know that you've got a sale or you want to know, you want to let people know that um, you've got new products coming out. I think it's very important to have like a newsletter, like quarterly, um, because, you know, speaking from, you know, a, a business point of view it's important to have people's email addresses to to do that sort of thing but yeah absolutely you don't need to slam it down people's throats as soon as they come to your website have it available somewhere maybe in the footer or you know on your page somewhere 
Uh, yeah, link like, to a just, newsletter. Just put it somewhere. Put it somewhere visible that everyone's gonna see it, but not something that they ha they have to click out of just to like get back to your site because you're just gonna. I mean, personally, Bruh. you're just gonna annoy more people than you're actually mm. gonna like get to stay on your page. Yeah. This is how I see it, man. If I've got to click that little pop up X or the tab X, I'm clicking the tab X. Yeah, <laughs> done. Yeah, and speaking of like um, pop ups and stuff like that. When you do, you, if you guys have links on your your website, do you check the box that's like open in new window, or do you let people like? So, for example, Kayla, I don't know if you have like a, a link to your YouTube video, a YouTube page channel thing. Um, I don't know if you do, but if you were no, not on my website, I don't. If you were to have a link to your YouTube, I would assume you'd want people to open it in a new window. Yes. So that people stay on your website. Yep, that's that's the same way that um, I believe the um, the um, link to my Instagram works as well. Uh, yes, just I don't know. I it, it makes so much more sense to open open up like a different tab mm. than than to than to just because then if they want to go back to your website, they have to like backspace 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 through all the stuff that they just mm. did instead yeah. of just going to the other tab that's right next to it. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent as well. And to take that one step further, when they're done with that YouTube channel or say they were on YouTube, they got distracted, they ended up on Amazon shopping or whatever, <laughs> your website tab is still open as a friendly reminder of, hey, come back yeah. to me and check me out. Hey, yeah, come here to me. <laughs> yeah, instead of having to like, oh, what was that website I was on like 10 minutes ago? Yeah, gone. for sure. It's gone. So, okay, moving on to something called NAP, NAP. Have you guys heard of this? I NAP? have not, personally. When I was like five years old, man. <laughs> so, N NAP. Man, I wish. I mean, NAP stands... Great. <laughs> NAP stands for Name, Address, and Phone Number. Ah. These three things apparently work really well. Um, if you have these on your website on every single page, it, Google will absolutely love having your name, your address, and your phone number on your websites. And let me tell you why. This is for um, lo uh, local or location um, searches or results. So I think this is more if you sell your services as a photographer, as maybe like a wedding photographer or like the, you have a studio in your local town and you offer portraits and school photos or whatever. Um, if you're just selling prints and things like that, that's, you know, you probably don't need to, but you can have this information like in small print, like in your, your footer where like hardly anybody sees right at the bottom there, like just having your name, your address, and it doesn't have to be your specific address. You could have your PO box or you could have like your street name or you could have the town as long as you've got a bit of a postcode or a zip code there and your phone number so people can reach you, Google absolutely loves this information and is more likely to serve you up onto Google search results um, if you are selling like a, a service or a product that is, you know, something that is local to your area. You know what I'm saying? So I do. That okay. is what NAP means. And, I, you know, I just think it's important just to have that on your website just tick that box 
Uh, the next thing we're going to look at is uh, having free website hosts. Now, now I want to talk about being professional. Okay, so what do you guys think straight away? If uh, let's say you're a big corporate head and you're trying, you want to, uh, let's say you want to recruit a photographer to take photos of a new product. And someone emails you and said, hey, I'm a photographer and I'm really good. My website is wordpress.com forward slash Danlock. Or my website is danlockphotography.squarespace.com forward slash home or whatever. <laughs> what do you guys, what is your immediate thoughts? Like instead, ahead, of, instead of just having danlock.co.uk or .com. I just think it's today's day and age. It's so easy to just get a regular .com. It doesn't even have to be like your name. Like if you have a name like Sam Smith, good good freaking luck getting samsmith.com. <laughs> but like, I mean, you could you could have something that pertains to like your business or, or whatnot with, mm. with a .com. I don't think I don't think in at all in today's day and age that you need like a WordPress.com slash blah 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 blah. As I, mm. I mean, like I like. It, it does the exact same job as just having like like a regular dot com, but I feel like it just it looks less professional. Of course, it sounds less professional. Yeah. yeah. So for those that are brand new, because I've got some young listeners who are in school still, like studying photography, and might not know how websites work and things. So just very very basic, a domain name is basically the name of your space your it's the name right it's, it's like it's yeah. what's ever before the dot com yeah it's well i think the dot com is even part of the domain yeah nowadays. well yeah i'm sorry you can have um, dot net or dot co or whatever yeah. yeah it's it's like um it's like buying a house and the domain name is like the deeds to the house is that a bad is that a bad uh no, I no, did. that's or a I, pretty good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or I guess like it would be like whatever number the house is and then like the street would be like the dot com or whatnot. Yes. And so go. basically yeah, yeah. that's the domain. And then uh, we have the host. Uh, the hosting site is the house itself or, or an extension of whatever. So yeah, basically... host or GoDaddy or somebody like that's yes. going to be your host. Yeah. And so for me here in the UK, and I'm sure this website is like worldwide but i use a website called name cheap uh, and you can just google name cheap and you can buy domain names very very cheaply and um, that's where i got all of my domain names i've even bought emails as well which is something we can get onto in a minute um but nowadays because the dot com is uh, has been used so much they're they're trying new things like for photographers you can have your domain name as like calebronco.photography. Um, so, but for me, I just think that might be really confusing because people might, if you say that to someone, they might remember it as calebroncophotography.com or <laughs> something <Yeah>. completely <laughs> different. So I just think, again, just keep it real simple. The shorter your username or your domain name is, I think the better like I think, like we said, I think the the go to thing is to have your name um, first, right? And, and I I think like 
simple is good and don't try to get creative with it because like if you want to say you know like um candidmoments.com or something like that mm. you know if someone's searching for photography like you might think that that's the coolest or most creative way that you've thought about you know tiling a photography website but you might be the only person that thinks that and you won't get tracked sure. that way yeah mm. this is an interesting discussion as well because um you know when you're first starting out i think it's very important to be real think real careful about the name i mean you can always change it but think real careful about the domain name that you choose at the very beginning because those if you if you run like a let's say mine is, right now is danlock.co.uk because .com was it wasn't unavailable but if i wanted to buy the rights to .com it would cost me like 3000 uk pounds just to get the name so i'm gonna pass on that one and get danlock.co.uk and that's only five uk pounds per year so i'm gonna stick with that one um but the thing is and i would love to know what your guys thoughts is as well let's pretend that i've got a a wedding photography business right and i go under the name uh, on my website is danlock.co.uk let's say that's the case now let's say my first year of being a wedding photographer that I get real successful and I'm having I'm booking like a wedding every single weekend, right? Let's say my second year I've got multiple weddings booked on every single weekend. I've I've just not I'm I can't be in two places at once, right? So let's say that I hire someone to work for me or work with me on my team as another photographer and I send them out to do another wedding whilst i'm doing another wedding and uh and let's say that someone books a wedding photographer through my website downlock.co.uk and some other guy shows up they're not going to be happy so what are you what are your guys thoughts on having a, a website domain name that's your name versus having a website where the name is like like you said candid photos or you know, Isle of White Wedding Photographers dot com or something. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I I I mean, for me, and and this is just um, you know advice is if you have the inclination that you're going to have a website, mm. you just need to go ahead and pull the trigger on that domain right now. Yeah. Um, even if you're like super early in in your photography career, uh, and I mean, I bought mine probably six months to a year out before even using it and i got you know bowdowner.com um mm, and very lucky just, yeah and that and that's just how you have to do it if you want it you have to buy it so if you're thinking about it just quit thinking about it and go ahead and start buying it before you are find yourself with less options for your website because you know it it's got to be specific to what folks are looking for and if you the more creative you try to get or you know, the longer you wait and the less options you have, you know, the less likely you're going to get a domain name that's relevant to what you're actually mm. trying to have on your website. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? I totally agree with you there, Bo. What are your thoughts, Caleb? Like, let's say you, let's say you, like I said, you're a wedding photographer and you want to start a website, but in your head, in the back of your head, you're thinking, oh, this might take off actually. And I might get so successful that I might have an uh, an empire 
and I might have several photographers working for me, you know, would you still have your name as the domain or would you start your, would you buy a domain under a different name? Like, uh, I mean, I, I guess know. it entirely depends on what you're trying to do. If you have like the sole intention of being like, I know this is going to grow. I know I'm going to hire people. Then yeah, you might as well just buy something that has like its own name associated mm. to it. But I also don't see it as a problem of just, having your name because you, you can always buy something different when you get to that point or um on your website you could have a whole thing of like um if it if it is still your name um instead of like a you know like meet me like a like um sort of like a meet the team kind of thing yes and then, I totally, yeah and then when when someone books it like you'll assign someone to that shoot and make sure that they're okay with it yeah um, so, I mean, I, I see it, it could be fine either way. Cause it's like, if you're creating a brand under your name, then like most of the time, if it's big enough, people aren't, aren't going to expect that, like, that, like, that, like you're going to come out. Like, I mean, like, I mean, if, um, like if it was called like, you know, like if, um, let's see, random explanation here. If, um, 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 Amazon was called like jeffbezos.com. I wouldn't think that he'd be coming to like deliver my package. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. That's a good example. That's well there you go. Like don't think too, I think it's great exactly what Bo said as well. Like don't think too much into it. If you've got if you want to do something, pull the trigger, get yourself a domain and uh most of them are it. so cheap. There's some it, weird it's, ones it's that are so expensive. Cheap, man. Like, I think I bought mine, like when I set up my site through Squarespace, I bought mine, which is just my first and last name.com for like $12. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cheap. And then that, that's the thing, like, you know, get the domain, which is like you said, Dan, like what, five bucks, 10 bucks a year, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. then get the Squarespace, which is a month to month subscription, cancel anytime you want. And if it doesn't take off, then cancel all that stuff and don't pay for it. But don't sit there and wait and for everything to line up perfectly and okay now it's time to get the website and go like yeah i down. yeah i must admit i've i've bought um i've bought a few different domain names just in case i change my mind but the other thing as well is when you're first starting if you're going to choose a domain name stick at it for at least a year because at the very beginning if you're old school and you order a bunch of business cards I don't yeah. know if you guys have business cards, but like you might have your website on your your. It'd be stupid not to. You have your website on your business card, and it is uh, danlock.co.uk, for example. Unless I change my website, I've got a thousand web business cards with a website that doesn't even work anymore. You know what I mean? So Some, there's something big too, from what um from what I've learned. If you're changing like like your like name a whole lot, or like or like your business name. That will destroy your like um, 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 SEO side of things. Will absolutely, because mm. then like Google won't think you're as legit as as you are, and it'll just it'll just wreck it. So, just yeah. pick something and just stick with it until you absolutely have to change it. Yeah, Dan, I'm then, glad you brought up the business. Oh, I'm sorry, Caleb. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. And but just even even from there, then if you want if you wanted to have like a separate thing or like go off in a different direction, you could just make your old like your old site reroute to your new site and then you still have the SEO from the old site but it just routes to the new site if that makes very sense. Very good point. Yeah, very good point. Go on, like Bo, what the, are you saying? 
yeah, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the business card thing because um, you know that that can be a hassle and expensive if you're changing stuff or um, what have you. There, so something that's probably a lot more feasible for a beginner to get out there um, and a little more less expensive is something called a dot QR business uh, business cards. Okay. So it, it's oh, uh, yeah. dot cards. It's dot cards net so like dot cards then dot net um and what it is it's just a qr code where you can load any information that you want onto it's a qr business card so you, if you have just your email address or your phone number or your website you know and someone's like hey you know you do you have a do you have a business card you're like i do right here on my phone and they oh, can scan wow. and they don't they don't even have to have the they don't they themselves don't have to have um the the dot cards app or anything scan your code and then it takes it imports all of your contact information to them so that's just another option like starting out kind of low overhead style type you know and especially if you're not sure on your domain you can go ahead and change this a lot easier than you can change a thousand business cards I'm sorry. I, I I must have cut out there for a second. <laughs> I think Dan may, may have cut out a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Say so something. No, no, it's good. Uh, what you were saying. Go on. Dan. Yeah, Can we you got you. You good? You good? Can you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't know what's. I've still got good signal. But um. If you can still hear me, that'd be great. Um, yeah, sometimes uh, you just, if you don't have your business cards, that is absolutely ideal just to say, hey, look, whip, whip your phone out and be like, scan this. There you go. There's all the information. Pretty much. And, you know, um, from, from, uh, if you look at it from like a, an ecological standpoint, you know, you're also helping on that. You're being a little bit more sustainable as a company as well. Absolutely. And, and shows a little bit more responsibility to prospective clientele. I'm right behind that. Right behind that. Um, so talking about domain names, and if it isn't clear as well, like we said, domain names are basically the name of your website. What The, the thing that people type in to get to your website. Um, another thing that comes sort of almost hand in hand depending on what package you've bought or you can buy these things separately but you can also buy a professional email account uh, do you guys have professional email accounts um no i i just use a um i just use a regular gmail account really this is interesting okay what about you caleb i do not have one yet i just haven't seen a reason to quite like really it's, it's it's on the list of things to do, but it's it's not it's not <laughs> the like, growing. I, I've I've so many other things that are like more pressing right now. Like I, like because like cause like mine is just my first and last name at Gmail, so it's right. pretty self-explanatory. Like it's not like Caleb zero six four two seven x at Gmail. Sure. So it like it, it looks somewhat professional as it sits. So it's it, it's pretty low on my like things that I have to get done. Sure. I think, Caleb, you need like a personal assistant or some sort of filing organization or or so, I think you just need a clone so that because you've got so many new followers now 
and you're oh, both, you're you're basically just like you're exploding and and you're you're being pulled so many different directions and all I need, the, I, 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 I need to hire someone to go get me clients honestly that's what I need I need some <laughs> sort of some sort of manager because I I don't know who the heck to reach out to or what to say to them and like I've like I've had this like really bad stutter my entire life so that terrifies me like 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 just going out and like reaching people so I'm like let's just uh let's let's oh, just wow. let, let someone else do that for me <laughs> i've never even i've never noticed a stutter at all or maybe it's just talking to you know uh corporate people or whatever it's, it's more of meeting people for the first time i just like for like i used to have like a really bad stutter and now i just freeze up every like every now and then if you hear me like stop that's because like my brain won't let me say what i want to say <laughs> wow i didn't even notice that yeah, never, well, a, never, a, never a dull moment over here. Wow. Okay, so uh, you both have Gmail accounts. This is interesting because I've recently just got like uh, an extension of my own domain name. So I've got info at downlock.co.uk. Oh, wow, I thought you guys would be totally that. with me on this because I just, I just think I'm, me, I'm not against you. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I just haven't got around to doing it just like Caleb. <laughs> no, yeah, I just I just thought that would be like one of the things that you'd be really excited about. I I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I was really excited about having like my own email account. It just sort of adds a little pizzazz, a little bit of like, hey, look at me. Check me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just hey, to be everybody's like... doing it. Everybody is looking at you, Dan. You're <laughs> you're a stud, man. Stop. Stop. No, I I think like within my let my let's chat where you like you can click and send me a message or whatever it sends it to that gmail account with it so you don't ever even see that email of course yeah so. and yeah appearance wise it doesn't really matter really it and and functionality wise it doesn't really matter as long as you can access your emails at the end of the day i'm just yeah we're we're sort of you know. No, you're more professional than me for sure, though. Uh, you need to stop. <laughs> no, like it was just a tiny little thing. And uh, again, just something that's just not that expensive as well. It's like uh, an extra like two pounds a month, I think. For, yeah, or, I think maybe like, even when less. you go and buy a domain on like, uh, I got mine through GoDaddy. So mm. when you buy a domain through whatever service, like that's even an option that you can set up that custom email address right there when you buy that domain. Yeah, well, there you go. Also, whilst we're talking about names and stuff, uh, briefly, what do you guys think about Instagram names, usernames, like in terms of long, short, confusing? What do you think? Man, you better get it just like your email address, man. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, or as close as you can. Yeah. Go on, Caleb. What are you saying? I don't think it matters as much as people think it does because, um, like, Instagram wise, there's very few people that are just typing in your like actual at the, it's usually mm. them fi finding you through some sort of like search or like they, they found you from a certain photo or video or whatnot. Like yeah. it, it's definitely, it's important if you can just like, just put your first and last name it makes it super easy. And then like, if you have like a really like w weird name, then it makes it super easy just because then you'll always have um, your at for whatever thing you use. But I don't think it matters as much as people think think it it, mm. it definitely looks a lot better though if like everything's very cohesive yeah, yeah and listen to caleb because he's got a lot more followers than me so <laughs> that's only <laughs> what, what reason he's doing it's only, it's only reason it's all from reels i'm telling you if i was still yeah. like 
<laughs> if I hadn't started posting on Reels, I'd still be sitting at 2,000. I would not have gained a single thing. <laughs> well, this is interesting because um, I'm in I'm in two minds about this whole thing. I, I agree that having an Instagram name or username that's like just very simple, like your name, that's fine, or like a, a, a strange name that's very remember, uh, memorable. Like there's a guy who's a great photographer, but his Instagram name is like Black black line frames or something or black lines which is quite memorable um the issue that i have and maybe it's not an issue anymore because like you said people were you know clicking on it through links or or whatever but there's there's someone who's got an instagram account and their their username is like harry but it's got like seven r's in the name <laughs> and i was just like how surely surely not but of course when you just start start typing harry like and just go excessive with the R's, his name does just pop up. So I guess it's getting easier and easier. The issue that I have as well is like when people have stupidly long or confusing uh, and they start adding numbers and, and all this in there. Shapes thing. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. It's just a bit, it's just a bit mad. Um, okay. I think we've covered a fair amount of things. Um, hey, Dan. Yes. I had one more thing I just remembered I'd like to mention if it's okay. Please do. Um, all this talk about the, the SEO and traffic and getting traffic to your site and stuff like that, it's very important. It's even yeah. more important to be able to measure that and look at that. And there's a couple ah. of ways to go around that. You Google can, Analytics? Google Analytics and Squarespace actually has their own homegrown um, and uh, analysis page that's pretty similar to Google Analytics as well. And the, the pros of using that are, you know, one, you can always see where your traffic's coming from and what time of day it's coming to your site. That way, yes. whenever you're doing like your social media posts, you can kind of correlate those high traffic times to your site with your social media posts. Absolutely. Um, an another thing that you can do, um, another couple ways that Google Analytics or some sort of um, metrics device is helpful is you can see which pages are getting the most bounce rates. You can go to those pages and see why and correct that, as yeah. well as you can see which photos are getting the most clicks or traffic, and you can push those up towards the top of your page on your website. A hundred percent think that's such a good point to raise and it's it's the other thing as well is what if you can see the insights and analytics of of you know what pages are doing really well and you know and you can look at the pages that aren't doing so well and mm -hmm. you can go in and you can be like okay let me have a look at my seo tab let me see if this is all oh no it's uh i haven't even done an seo ta uh, title and description so let me right. change that and you can Make sure that links work and all this, that, and the other. So, yeah, definitely a very, very good point you raised there. Well done. Um, what else was I going to say? Let's do a quick summary of things that people, just the basic stuff that people need to do. So, one, they need a contact page. They need an about me page, just a little description um, about yourself. Um, I think they call that copywriting. Is that the same over in, in the U.S. as well, where you have... Yeah, Talk, it's you copywriting. Write your, it's yeah, copywriting. Copy. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you have an About Me page, contact, uh, portfolio of some kind. It'd be nice. And what I see quite often is 
um, categorized portfolio. So let's say, for example, Bo does a lot of product photography, but let's say he also does landscapes. Um, you probably want to have two different pages or two different categories. So you can have a look at his a gallery of landscapes and a gallery of product photography. Um, make sure you clearly have your services that you provide in your navigational tab. Make sure that your your logo is very visible. I th maybe that's just personal opinion of mine, um, but I think you should have your logo or your name very visible, especially on your landing page. Um, and don't go overboard with the links is uh, my thing. I don't know if you guys have any more tips, but I just think don't go overboard with like the amount of links in your navigation bar, like maybe five to seven, maybe. Um, what do you think? I think that's I keep... probably pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, especially if you have drop downs. Mm -hmm. Keep as many as, like, keep as, keep as few as you can, but then also like you can have like drop downs from each broad topic, which makes it look a lot more condensed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing as well, as we, we didn't mention it, I'm not going to go into it now, but terms and conditions is quite a, a cool thing to have um, just to get yourself covered, especially if you're offering like a service or if you're, you know, you're selling products. I will be covering that in a future podcast with someone who's studied, um, you know, copywriting and, you know, all that T's and C's stuff. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, anything else that you should have? in on your website portfolio contact me about me uh prints good good photos if you do that good photos yeah. work on that yeah make sure you've got good photos <laughs> some quality content yeah, yeah. I th provide yeah. that value man absolutely not, not a freaking pop-up yeah don't have pop-ups <laughs> uh, by all it. means have a newsletter but don't be obsessed obs you know don't be given newsletters every fucking day or i mean you're, <laughs> whatever, a, you're just... a photographer not a writer well this is it this is exactly oh and a blog <laughs> well done for reminding me have a blog you two need to work on a blog set yourself some time and just put out your latest content on your blog and title it with like something that people would search for and you are going to be the answer to their question yeah there you go that is some of the well basics. said sure that's some of the basics on uh, why you need a website as a photographer. Uh, let's close the uh, the episode with something just lighthearted, um, just something uh, just for fun. So feel free to sign off, but uh, we're just going to carry on just for a couple more minutes, if that's okay. I've got a couple of questions. Um, just you know, just to feel free, get just just be creative with your. Don't think too much on these, but I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions. I'd love to know your answers. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's start with you, Caleb. Okay. If you could go back in time, where and when would you go? Again, don't think too much on it. Just first thing that pops in your head. I just want to go be a pirate. That'd be so, so cool. <laughs> just to go be a pirate. Like, I'm sure it's not as like exciting as like everything makes it seem. It just sounds so fun. <laughs> what, what sort of year or whereabouts? Like Caribbean, you think? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Sounds so Bo? sounds awesome. Oh, <laughs> Bo, if you got anything different, man, I I'd probably I want I would want to be a Viking, man. Yes. Oh yeah. 
I'm a big fan of uh, that. Was that was my pe- personal training business? I was called. I'm a little dude though, so I mean, I was I was called. Be like a spider PT. monkey. Spider monkey. <laughs> oh yeah. See a yeah, lot I'd of people a... <laughs> say that they would go back in time and find Hitler and kill him as a baby, and I'm just thinking, how could you go and kill a baby? People just don't think it through. You know what I mean? You'd kill somebody for something they haven't even done yet. Yeah, I'd, I'd go and make Hitler nice. I'd go and make him yeah. a nice person. Yeah, why yeah, don't we go back and like give him reform? <laughs> no, nope, you got to kill the baby. All right. Um, next question, guys. And again, don't think too much. What's your favorite word? Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, I would <laughs> say a hyphenated for sure or dope. Nope. Dope is my favorite word right there. Dope is just okay. Go on, Caleb. Something like sick. I don't know. I just say that to, to everything that I, that I don't have a, like a real response for. All right, like that uh, shit's dope. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big fan of words that end in nge, like flange, um, blamange. Well, yeah, of course. It sounds so much cooler with your British accent. Yeah, well, I mean, we okay. can say that stuff and sound cool, man. Say blamange. Blamange. Yeah, what are you trying to sell me, son? <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your least favorite word? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have one. Maybe, probably one of those many, many hate words out there. How about we'll leave it at that? <laughs> hate words? Yeah, I don't like hate words, man. Negative words. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just, any, just... any specifics? Um, can't, won't, impossible. Yeah, that's very, uh, very uh, motivational. I'm, yeah. I mean, what about things that just roll off the tongue, like moist? That's a big thing here my, in the UK. Uh, my I wasn't sister going to say hates that. that. My sister like can't can't stand that. Yeah, that word. I, the the one game. word that will make me giggle in the most serious of situations is nasty. I just I don't know nasty. why. Nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. Can't. That's nasty. <laughs> That's that. That's nasty. I can't do that word. <laughs> that's brilliant. All right, la- last little question, um, and then we'll sort of sign off here. Uh, where's your favorite travel destination? Like that, that that we've been to. Yeah, favorite destination that you would definitely go back to or continue to go back to. Um, San Francisco, absolutely. That was yes. my favorite favorite place that I've ever went to take photos. Loved it so Amazing. much. Definitely on my bucket list. Bo. Uh, Bocas del Toro, Panama. I've heard of Panama. Ooh, baby, it's a it's an island off of uh, Panama, and it's um yeah, it's where me me and the missus went and spent our honeymoon. So lovely oh, place. Wow. Well, that's great. Very cool. Well, okay, um, guys, where can people find you? We talked about websites. Caleb, what is your website? Uh, is my first and last name at, at uh dot com is calebrunco.com and then you can find me everywhere at Caleb Bronco. So amazing. Bo, what's your website? Uh, it is pretty simple. Bo Downard, but Bo is spelled fancy. B-E-A-U. Fancy. Um, you know, that word, that name, I think there's only one person in the UK that I know has the same name, Bo, because both of you guys have, may I say, probably the most american names that i think i'll ever have on the show (laughs) caleb and Bo, just two very very american names i love the names don't get me wrong it's just very yeah very american very american i love it 
um uh, yeah so it's you... just bo bo downard you can find me like caleb pretty much everywhere except for youtube i'm not there yet <laughs> yeah i love how he's on it hop on it dude Oh well, you could probably find videos of me on YouTube, but not, a, but not a YouTube channel of for from me. So amazing! I will put um, <laughs> links to both of your well, well, all three of our websites. So I'll put those in the show notes below. If you guys want to go and check them out, I'll put them in the show notes below. Um, do you guys have anything to plug? I know we mentioned that Caleb, you're working on your print site and presets. Is that still thing? Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all that I got going on right now. <laughs> um, Bo, do you have anything to plug? Um, nothing to plug. Just some parting words. Always over deliver. Uh, may yes, oh, always over deliver. I like it, guys. Thank you so much for being uh, guests on my podcast again. Um, the boys are back in town. Um, thank you again for spending this time. I appreciate you guys being here. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, all the information is going to be in the show notes below. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you would like to find out more about me and my guests today, then go ahead and go down into the show notes below where you'll find links to all of our websites and Instagrams and all that good stuff. It's all down there. And uh, yes, please do make sure that you follow the podcast or subscribe. I don't know where it depends on what platform you're listening to this whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, or whatever just find the plus button where you can follow us so that you know you get notified every time there's a new podcast episode up so thank you again and of course i will see you actually i keep doing this you're not going to see me um but you will go, you're going to hear my voice in the next podcast there you go you're going to hear me in the next one. Take care. Have a great one.